What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, Sinks and Inks, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I am your host, Dominique Smith. This episode is a part of our marathon series called Trials Talk Chasing the Dream, where I get a chance to interview a few Olympic hopefuls who look to toe the line at the U.S. Marathon Trials in Orlando with a chance to make the Olympic team. And this is our last episode. Man, it has been so fun getting a chance to get to know these athletes and bringing these athletes to you as they look to make their dreams come true and make the Olympic team. Today's guest is a baller, is a shot caller. She is from St. Pete, running down there for the Outer Pocket Track Club. Miss Christina Welsh is today's guest in the final episode. It was truly an honor to get a chance to talk to Christina. We talked about Publix brownies because, listen, you have to know the goodness of Publix and some of the baked goods that they have. So, you know, we had to talk about food on this um, show. We did talk about some shoes as well, the ones that she's running in. We also talked about what she does as a marine biologist. We talked about her training, her buildup, why she loves the training. And so you're going to enjoy the conversation that we had in this episode. You're going to get a chance to know her a little bit more. She's easy to root for, and I'm excited to see what she does. Listen, marathon trials are tomorrow, but if you need to be caught up on certain things when it comes to athlete bios, what's closed, what's open, a little bit more about the event, go on the website that I have attached below, the Orlando2024trials.com. It's got everything you need, including athlete bios, articles, feature stories on athletes and the people who have made the 2024 Olympic marathon trials unique. And so I am excited for it. I know you're going to enjoy the content that's there, including some by yours truly. It was truly a pleasure to get a chance to write some stories in addition to record uh, these wonderful podcasts. And I want to thank each and every one of you who's listened. Obviously, appreciation is so great for the athletes who's come on the show and trusted me to talk with them. I'm so excited to see dreams come true, to see potential unveiled, and just for what is going to be a wonderful race. Love, peace, and chicken grease. Enjoy the marathon. We'll catch you next time. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, saints and inks, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I'm your host, Dominique Smith. This episode is a part of our marathon series called Trials Talk, Chasing the Dream, where I get a chance to talk to some of the Olympic hopeful who will toe the line this Saturday. We are here. Started from the bottom of the calendar. Now we are here with the chance to make the Olympic team. And I have a certified baller, shot caller, dude as smooth as butter. Biology is just a suggestion because he's given a class in the marathon every time he steps on the course and he is coming for that number one spot to make the team in Orlando on Saturday. He is none other than the California legend that is Tyler Sickler. Tyler, what's going on, brother? Appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, how's it going, Dom? Yeah, looking forward to the trip. Uh, just about ready to head out to Orlando. Uh, I'll be heading out on Wednesday, so I'll be, yeah, in your area pretty soon here. Dude, it is going to be fun. Is listen, atmosphere is already hyped. The weather, listen, there was a cold front that pushed through, and the weather's like, ah, uh-uh, it's been eighty all week, but it's like, nah, yeah. we're going to drop twenty five degrees, so it is significantly cooler. So you can just feel the marathon temperatures, the environment, the atmosphere. People talking about events setting up. It is going to be lit, but what's also lit is 
your arrival on the scene. And so a, lot, a bunch of people got together and it's like, yo, Tyler is built differently. And as Dina Castor said, do not actually, let me pull up this quote. I just wrote it down. Um, and so if you're listening to this, our prediction show came out with Dina and I. But she said, for anyone listening that might not think that they stand a chance, wipe that doubt aside. Your wildest dreams can come true and you can have the American flag draped around your neck and book your ticket to the Olympic Games, which is the energy that Tyler is bringing. So some companies want to match that energy. One of those companies happens to be Applebee's. Applebee's, what they're going to do is they made you the exception to the rules since it's all sold out and everything. But what they want to know, so just to give a brief explanation, the date night pass is pretty much $1,600 a year worth of food, but you pay $200 to get it. You can visit two to three times a week, I think, and it's $30, $30 maximum. So you can order $30 worth of food. Because they sold out, um, I think it was like a minute that it opened. What they did is they said, you're going to be the exception to the rule. So they grandfathered you nice. in. So... What they want to know, listen, Tyler's teaching, he's running. So let's just say there was a day he couldn't make it and just he had to be in a hurry. They want to know the meal that you want on file that equates to 30 bucks. So the meal that you go in and they're like, okay, yo, Tyler's here. He looks like he's in a hurry. Get him as usual. So they want the usual. Okay. The second thing that's going to be done for you, Food Network wants to know your favorite appetizer or appetizers. They will take the said appetizer okay. or multiple appetizers, make it into a sampler, put your face on it, sell it everywhere. Last but not least, Orlando is theme park city. Pretty much. Yeah. There's so much to do. And then on the outskirts of Orlando, Bush Gardens is in Tampa. But they are going to let you rent out a theme park for a weekend. And guess what? It's all expenses covered, all thriller, no filler. That's how we roll. And nice. you get a chance to pick the theme park. So I need to know the go-to Applebee's meal. I need to know the appetizer. And I need to know the theme park. Okay. Let me see. I haven't been to Applebee's in a minute. That's who, yeah, that's actually one of my uh, our go-to places. Um my my friends and I, but here let me let me pull it up real quick. Um, oh, so pull you, up the menu. Oh, so you're already ready. I like that. Oh yeah, I got you, Applebee's. All right, let's see. I think the last time I was actually at Applebee's was with uh, was with Tristan a long time ago. Okay. Okay. Let's see here. Okay. Let's see. Go to meal at Applebee's. Let's see. Okay. All right. This is bringing me back a little bit. Honestly, my, my go-to, I would say that when I, when I would go, it's the, uh, so it looks like the classic broccoli chicken Alfredo. I usually okay. go with that when I'm at Applebee's and then the appetizer is that, st are we still talking about Applebee's or just like any it, it kind can, of appetizer? It could be anything. It could be anything. Oh man. Okay. Um, I think my, yeah, I think my go-to appetizer, and it's kind of funny because I know a lot of people probably have mixed uh, ideas about it, but like fried pickles, so my oh, favorite appetizers. You. Oh man, I, yeah, fried fried pickles at like like um, what's it called? Like mm. wild um, mm. buffalo wild wings or okay, a couple other spots, but like yeah, fried fried pickles is like one of my top uh, appetizer or uh, calamari at. Uh, or the fried calamari at Olive Garden. That's one of my go-tos as well. Have you ever had it from Carabas? Uh-uh, no. It's better. Sorry, Olive Garden. Yeah? But 
It okay. Is I'm gonna... No comparison. <laughs> I'm going to check that out. <laughs> there is a Gators dockside to buy where our mutual friend works. Okay. Go there. I mean, it's about 20 feet. Go there and get you some fried pickles when you come down here. What's it? What's it called again? Gators dockside. All right, I'm gonna Those, go check that out when I'm there. That's that's the <laughs> first time I had fried pickles and I was hooked. I was like, ooh, and they give yeah. you a little ranch to dip they it got, in. They got the little sauce too. Okay, good. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, nice. sir. That's what I'm All talking right. about. What theme park are we we renting out? So this is this is a, this is included with Disney, Universal, like all, all of them, all of the above. All right. I probably gotta go with Hollywood Studios in disney world that's gotta be like my favorite my favorite park i uh, visited like two years ago and you know star wars land and all that stuff like and Tri you know you probably know this about tristan but like he's a huge star wars huge disney fan i didn't um, know that oh man yeah his whole family is all into it yeah so but yeah i'd probably say that's probably where we want to go let me say this. Your meal at Appetizer is the most distance runner meal if I've ever heard. <laughs> High calorie and just like Get super savory. Carb loading, broccoli, oh, yeah. Alfredo. Like, man. All See, stuff, in, man. I'm, I'm a, I was a thrower. So, you know, I'm let me hold the baby back ribs. Let me get the chicken tenders. Um, oh, man. I, I completely forgot about the baby back ribs. They got Applebee's. I can't believe I forgot about that. That is That's pretty said, good there, too. You didn't even have to tell me the events you ran. Like I know you ran distance back in the day. <laughs> like yeah. that is that is like the a part of the distance runner starter pack. I've never had it. What That's makes right. that what makes that dish good? But the Alfred the Alfredo dish or the yeah. the Alfredo. We will, I'll put you Man, on the pips now. I'll I'm just yeah. I'm just I don't know. Like I'm a I'm a big pasta guy, so I mean you get you get sick of like regular spaghetti because um, yes. I remember when I was when I was at Sac State uh, with with Tristan where where we both ran in college um, we made you know spaghetti like three times in in a single week and it got boring and then all of a sudden we started making like Alfredo instead and then yeah we went to Applebee's once and I had it and I'm like dude this is good and from then I I mean yeah whenever I go to Applebee's it's like one of my top go-tos there besides the baby back ribs. Those are, those are good too, but I don't know. It's just the, the chicken, the broccoli, the sauce. I mean, you know, high calorie, high protein. It's a good meal. I'm not going to lie to you. I would get both. I'll probably go with both. Yeah. That like ops. after a long run, after a 20 mile long run, just, yeah. I, I would, down. bro, $30. Give me a half yeah, rack man. of ribs. Let me get that chicken Alfredo, and if I have some left, I'm getting some chicken tenders, and I am just carb loading <laughs> for years, man. That that's the go-to. Yeah. What makes a quality fried pickle? Because in my, I have my mm. criteria, but I'm curious of yours. I feel like so when whenever you're messing with any kind of like breaded food, you know, if in any way it's like soggy, greasy, not crispy, like can't do it. So I feel like, you know, you got to throw that in like an air fryer or something to get that, that crunch. If you don't have the crunch, then it's not going to be good. But in my opinion too, you kind of have to have, you got to have a sauce with it too. You can't just have the fried pickles alone. I think it's, I think it's Buffalo Wild Wings, but they have this like Chipotle ranch sauce that 
comes with the fried pickles and it's like it, it, it makes it in my opinion. Dude, I haven't been to Buffalo Wild Wings in years. Same, yeah. <laughs> it's um, been a while, but I remember I remember the fried pickles and, and everything there. So I didn't know they sold fried pickles. Yeah, they got them there. My biggest debate with Buffalo Wild Wings, I'll ask you this. Is a boneless <laughs> chicken nug is a boneless chicken wing a chicken nugget or a chicken wing? I gotta call it a nugget at that point. My man, I mean, that's why. If you got to call it a, I mean, yeah, a wing, it's part of the bird versus a, I mean, a nugget is just ground up chicken and then, you know, just you fry it. Yeah, it's a, it's a nugget for sure. Buffalo Wild Wings, start calling them chicken nuggets and you can get them tossed. Yeah. Stuff. That's not no chicken wing. That's, That's the long standing yeah. debate, man. It's still good. <laughs> like I'm not hating on the, like the like I'm not hating on the actual product. It's just Can't we have call to... wings. Yeah. No, no, I get that. like <laughs> no, like everything deserves its proper respect and its proper place. And uh, uh yeah. listen, now nah, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not. They don't call it Hollywood Studios anymore. They keep changing it. Um, do they change it again? I was there like two years ago, bro. I was. I rem- I still call it MGM. Um, because that's what I remember. But I used to like Disney. We used to call it downtown Disney. Now it's Disney. Springs. Um, Oh man. But Epcot, if I'm not, I believe it's Epcot because somebody came in and told Mm. me they have the guardians of the galaxy ride. And they say it's the best thing since fried chicken. Really? Yes. Do you you know what the ride is? It like a roller coaster or is it like a, it is, it's kind of. I think it's 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 actual ride, but they say it's a long ride. It's not one of those like twenty seven oh, to fifty second rides. They say this is like a five to seven minute like ride. Huh. You're on that thing for a while. Oh dang! Okay. So I wonder, it, it, and it's not the because uh, I know in the Hollywood Studios park they replace the. Um, What's that elevator ride? The very the, Tower of Terror. They replaced Tower of Terror with a Guardians Galaxy ride where you kind of like, yeah, you go up and down, and that's kind of the ride. So there's another Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Yeah, and apparently it is not wow. that. They say it's huh. like it is legit, like in depth. That's cool. That's cool. So. And it's an Epcot, man. Okay. I'm still trying to decide which uh my family and I are coming down, uh, or my, my family's coming with me, and we were gonna go do two two days at a park. Um, so we were going to do um, Hollywood studios one um, for one day. And then the second day, I think we were going to maybe go do either Epcot or magic kingdom. But I hear magic kingdom is very similar to Disneyland, which yeah. I can go, you know, not whenever, but it's easier to go to Disneyland. So okay, let me ask you Man. a question. What do you okay. make a Harry? What do you make a Harry Potter? I mean, I don't know. I, I I grew up watching it. I didn't read the books. I wasn't like yeah, that never. cool, you know, reading all the books. But I mean, it's cool. I like it. I just, you know, they haven't made out. They haven't really made movies. Well, I guess they made the sequels. I watch them, but I'm not like you know. No, I got you. I, I don't know I all would... the spells and all that. <laughs> no, neither. <laughs> neither do I. But I would say. It may be worth doing one day at Universal and Harry Potter World because the actual okay. little theme park is legit. Okay. Um, so it's just a thought. And then with Disney, 
Epcot is like the adult version. They have a couple rides. It's not like if you like a lot of rides, then obviously don't go to Epcot, but Epcot's Yeah. more adult friendly. Um, Okay. less kids, more rides. Not more Gotcha. rides, but less kids. There are some rides. Um, Cause I, I went, I went two years ago and I remember going to, so I went to Epcot and Hollywood studios and I remember Epcot, we were done with it like in half a day and Yeah. it was really cool, but we were like done. We did the whole, the, the Ratatouille ride Yeah. and, uh, that one was, that one took a long time. That was a long line, but it was cool. I mean, it's the good thing is you're spoiled with options. So it's just like, all right, Yeah, but what is I know, it that? I know. That's why I'm like, I want to start planning. I'm, I'm trying to get all my school stuff straight so then I can start like making an itinerary or some kind of like plan of like, all right, I'm going to be in Orlando. What do I want to do? So we're spending a whole week there. So a lot of time. Um, so we'll get to school in a minute because everybody loves school. <laughs> But man, Olympic trials, it is here. yeah. How are you? How are you feeling? Well, I mean, you know, it's, Yeah, I mean, getting here was was kind of the goal. I mean, to to qualify for the Olympic trials, that was this whole last year. I pretty much spent just, you know, I wasn't I wasn't really working. I wasn't, um, you know, I wasn't really doing anything else. I was I was training every single day, two to three times a day, um, and just giving this my best shot. And you know, after two attempts, which it sounds like, oh, just two attempts, you know, two two um OTQ attempts and you got it. But the first one, I don't know if Tristan told you, my first um OTQ attempt, I ran 218.23. So I missed I missed the standard by 23 seconds. And then I had to come back, train for four more months, and then came back and ran about a little over a minute underneath the standard. So I like definitely got it the second time. But Now where I'm at, I'm just, you know, trying to hold it all together. Uh, you know, just pretty banged up from all the miles that I've done this year, but, but super excited. Um, you know, feeling pretty good about my fitness, um, get my body right. I think I'm at like, I think I'm at like a good 75% right now, but I think after I go see my PT on Tuesday, I'll be, I'll be ready to roll once we get to Orlando. What's that journey been like for you just to get there? Because you go anytime. Listen, those there were some of those races. I think it was CIM and I forgot the other one. Yeah. It was joy and pain uh, Yeah. for some people. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. and so there's a mental stress, especially like, all right, I got to get this OT, you know, Yeah. OTQ. But you got it. What's just the journey been like for you to get to the start line in Orlando? I mean, just the totality Yeah. from, all right, I want to qualify. And so I'm going to work my butt off. And then you add school in on top of that. Yeah. I mean, it kind of all started with, you know, moving back to California and kind of putting, you know, writing down on paper, like, okay, I got this goal. Um, I'm not going to work for most of this year and I'm just going to go for this. So I was back home in Vacaville living in my parents' house. So yeah, like feeling like I'm, you know, back at square one, but just kind of, you know, like I'm gonna be all right. I just, you know, this is like my time to do this. Um, so I mean, really what it was, you know, throughout the training, um, you're just building confidence, like little by little. And it's, it really wasn't gradual. It was, you know, you feel good, you feel bad, you're confident, you know, you're losing hope, you're feeling confident again. Um, you'd have a, so I had a couple of races along the way where I was doing 10 K races on the track, half marathons, 
Um, some went well, some didn't. Um, but I had this breakout race in, uh, I flew out to Eugene, Oregon, and I had this half marathon where I dropped about like three minutes from my half marathon time going from like a 5.11 overall per mile pace down to a 5.01 and just, just ripping. And so that was a huge confidence booster. And then it really was that race that kind of, you know, really got me like, I'm going to get this. Like, you know, it is it, like starting to like really hit me. Like I can actually do this. And that motivated me with my training, which was, I mean, man, it was just, it was a lot of time, a lot of time effort, you know, you got to eat all the calories, got to sleep, you know, recovery is huge because if you're not recovering, then you can't do the training. But, you know, I was hitting up, you know, 141 miles a week, um, you know, in my training. So like 20 miles a day. So it was just like, most days you're sore, don't want to do it, <laughs> but Gosh. you throw yourself out there, bro. Yeah, no, nah, couldn't, couldn't be. Did it, man? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which which uh, half marathon in Eugene did you run? Uh, so in Eugene they have this. It's called the Eugene Marathon, but they also have a half marathon that's pretty competitive. Yeah, Eugene. And, yeah, and I wasn't expecting to to place or anything. I ended up getting third that race, but I'm just like, oh, I heard it's fast there's competition it's in eugene that sounds cool let's go do it so i went out there uh with my coach and i mean the weather was right uh you know there was a pack that i had just kind of worked off of and i remember just kept i kept looking at my watch like oh shit that was 457 501 you know five flat and i'm like i'm cooking right now and i feel good sure. like that's that's a good sign and then finishing the race you're just like you know, you're just like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. that just happened. So, you know, and then feeling like you can't do, like, I can't run that fast. And then you do, I think it was like Nelson Mandela was like, I think he said something like, you know, it seems impossible until, you know, you actually do it, which is such a simple quote, but I'm like, I, I feel that I, I like, I feel the exact same way. Cause you know, you're gonna have some doubt in your head until you actually do it. You know, it's, you don't have it in the bag by any means. So you do it. And that was this year. No, last yeah, year. Yeah, that was uh last so year. This... Yeah, last year was this yeah. Yeah. Crazy year. So, <laughs> Crazy so year you you're a biology teacher. Yeah. Um tell me the grade once more. Uh <clears throat> so right now uh I'm teaching all freshmen, all uh oh, high gosh. school freshmen. Yeah, yeah. So two honors classes. So those classes are pretty you know straightforward kids are good and then i mean the regular biology kids are all right too but then my sixth period man like you know it's that one's my tough one but to be honest like i kind of like the energy though with the sixth period they're just you know get a little too rowdy sometimes that's but crazy I like it, man. That, that was not me in sixth period i was ready to go home yeah well period. a lot of kids are ready to go home but then other kids are just like I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it is about six. It's because it was the same thing with this other teaching position I had up in Flagstaff. And it was like, what's up with six period, man? Like, why? <laughs> I almost want to ask him, like, like, what's wrong with you guys? <laughs> like, why, why are we all so, why is everyone so crazy today? Um, you know, midweek and just, yeah. But you roll with it. I don't know. You roll with it and do your best. What made you get into teaching? Uh. I found out, so it's funny is, um, 
so I got my master's in stem cell research. So I was like going into like biotech, working in a laboratory, yeah. doing research. And then, you know, I'm, I'm doing all right. Like I was just kind of part of me the whole time that in that two years, I was kind of fighting part of, part of me like, man, this isn't you. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're not like, you're not that kind of guy to, to work in a lab and just be all about that. But then I, um, I got this position uh, at Bella Vista, just coaching. I was just coaching cross country. Um, I don't know how I found the time to do this, but I, what I would do is I would finish in the lab, go home, eat a snack, and then I would go, drive all the way out to, to this high school and coach. And I loved it, man. I had, at that point, I had never coached before. And when I was coaching there, I was like, this is cool, man. Like I'm, I'm sharing my knowledge. I'm, I'm helping kids out. Um, you know, I just felt useful. Um, so, so then I don't know, I guess like the idea came up in my head, like, okay, well, coaches don't make a lot. So then like, what else is there? Like, that's kind of similar to it. And then teaching came up, you know, um, having a master's degree kind of helps with the teacher pay. But I mean, I was like, I might try out teaching. Like, I, I like, you know, it, it might be something I might, uh, you know, really feel out. So then, as soon as I graduated, like a week later, I moved up to Reno, uh, where Tristan's actually originally from. And they had this like one year accelerated program to get my credential, got it and started teaching right away. What is it about? So is, this is a two part question. Yeah. How has it inspired you in this buildup? training for the yeah. marathon because there's always the things that we love the most can always have some sort of impact in the goals that we have. So how has it yeah. inspired you? How has it helped you? But how have you been able to balance it? Um, because teachers mm -hmm. are a, the, the good teachers, you're a gift from God. Obviously yeah. they're, not, they're not paid enough. <laughs> there's so much that goes on into it. Um, yeah. So how are you able to balance it and how has, you know, what you found, your purpose in teaching, how has it helped you headed into Orlando, especially throughout the build and, and all of that? Yeah, well, I'll answer the second question first, but I think, I think with, I mean, now that I have these kids that, you know, and I, and I feel it in my class, like, you know, I'm a young, I'm a young guy, I, I share my, shared my education, I shared my, my running with them, you know, I think for a lot of them, you know, some of these, yeah, some of these kids, you know, they, I don't know if they grow up like some of them probably grow up like in, in a single, you know, parent household and maybe they don't have like a dad around. They don't have like a mentor or anyone like that in their life. So I kind of take it upon myself to, you know, I guess be that person for them. Cause I, at least when I was in high school, my coach was my mentor. Um, now he's a really good friend of mine and he's, he's actually been the one that's been coaching me uh, throughout this marathon and <clears throat> yeah, it's become a really good friend. But um, for me, it's kind of like, you know, going, going to Orlando, it's like, man, I got these kids, like, you know, they're going to, they're going to ask about how it went. And, you know, especially with my training, I'm like, I, I can't, you know, I, I can't skimp out my training. Now these kids are asking about like my, my running and their, their, you know, I, I told them I'm going to Orlando and I'm going to be out for a week. You guys are going to have a sub. And they're like, you know, all right, well, like, make sure you tell us about it when you get back. You know, they're, they're, they're excited about it. So 
you know, there's some of that, some of that pressure of like, you know, I, I know the role that I want to play for them as, as their teacher. And for some, you know, maybe as like a positive uh, mentor for them. And it's like to, to be that person, I, I got to do these things. I got to, I got to be hard. I got to show what it looks like to be hardworking. I got to show what it looks like to be focused, um, you know, to, to, to put something down and, and, you know, get work done. And, and I, you know, these are all these skills I want to teach them. Um, you know, my, uh, I, I was the first one in my family to go to college and, you know, I mean, Bell Vista is like, it, it's in a pretty nice area. So like a lot of my, I think a lot of my students, their par- their parents probably all went to college and, you know, it's like whatever, but there's still some students, you know, that are there. And, you know, I, I like to think that sharing my story of like, Hey man, like there was no college, like in my family, it was just blue collar work and, and just whatever you can get. And, um, you know, I wasn't particularly, I wasn't like a studious guy in high school. I mean, I just, I wanted to run in college. That's kind of what got my grades up. As soon as I had goals to to hit, it's funny, you say my freshman year and then sophomore year is like a, it was like a transitionary period. And then junior, senior year, I was like, my grades went significantly up because I had goals of like, Hey, I want to run in college. I gotta, I gotta get my grades up. So I'm just teaching them stuff like that, you know. Um, Sounds like you're running for something much bigger than yeah, than yeah. I think so. Um, but what was the? Uh, can you remind me of that first question again? Just how are you able to balance it? Oh, the balance. So the balance. Yeah, I mean that is. I mean to tell you the truth, like with my schedule, I mean I'm waking up, going straight to school. Um, you know. <laughs> I'll, I'll eat a snack for like 15 minutes. I'll go do my first run. I'll come back. I'll do all my teacher stuff at the school. And right now, you know, at that time it's like 7 PM. I'm doing all my stuff. Finally leave. It's like seven 30, get home, kind of unload, do all my stuff. Um, and then just, yeah, try to get to bed on time and then do it over again. So, I mean, all, I, all the time I have that's free is literally just running and, um, you know, I'm watching, I'm watching Daredevil right now on a, uh, on a uh, Disney plus right now. My buddy was telling, like, <laughs> you gotta watch Daredevil, man. You gotta get into it. It's good. They have it all on there. So watching a little bit of that, you know, to relax, but um, the balance of it is really just, I mean, I got my, I got my system, you know, I run right after um, right when the bell rings, I'm getting my stuff on, I'm eating a snack, I'm relaxing and I got to go. If I mess with that, if I like, do school stuff first and then do my running. Like I don't get, like it's very hard to get the run in afterwards. Cause all I want to do is just, you know, stop. So balancing for me in order to balance, it really was just getting a schedule and just sticking to it or, or getting like a, like my habits and just sticking to it. I'm going to yeah. ask you one more question and then we're going to talk some off track stuff. Cool. How are you having, making sure that you're having fun? Because what yeah. you do running 140 miles does not sound fun. Um, that's yeah. like cat. That's like a, <laughs> no. I'm 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 sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. That's not it's, fun to me. It's not. No, I agree with you, man. It's it's tough. <laughs> no, a lot of those times it was tough. Um, putting in that kind of mileage and yeah, you get bored. And I think that's probably the one of the biggest things you fight besides, 
you know, your, your body just being beat up every day. You're hungry all the time. It's hard to sleep because your body is so sore and you're like, man, like my, my IT band hurts and I can't fall asleep because it's just aching so much. But the boredom of, you know, I think I, I think when I ran the 141 mile week, I had like 18 hours of running time. So 18 hours, that's, that's running time. That's not like doing drills, stretching, all that stuff. Like it's when my watch is on and I'm running, I spent 18 hours in one week um, running. So if you got your one playlist, I mean, you're, you're going to go through all those songs, you know, and then now you're bored. Now you're listening to the same stuff. You got to find new music. So podcasts, audiobooks. I don't know. It, to tell you the truth, it was really hard. Uh, the boredom part was probably the hardest part for me, but that's why like right outside of, of doing all that, you got to, you know, make sure you're, I mean, for me, I needed to relax, but I would find a show to watch, um, try to hang out with my friends every Saturday. Uh, when I was living back home with my folks, I would drive up to see my friends in Folsom, which is actually where I live now. Um, and we would just kick it like every Saturday I'd come up, hang out with them every Saturday. It was fun, you know, kind of got my, my extroverted side out and, you know, and it was just enough. It was just enough to kind of like keep me, you know, sane. Cause, and that's why lab work wouldn't work for me. Like I would be in the lab at like midnight and there's no one around. And I'm like, this sucks. I, I'm just by myself doing all this scientist yeah. stuff. Like the boredom was killing me. <laughs> so yeah, you just find a way to make it fun, I guess. Just yeah, audiobooks, listening to music, and then whenever you're not running, you know, have as much fun as you can, <laughs> like in any kind of way. I feel that. What are three yeah. things that people do not know about the legend that is Brother Tyler Sickler? Three things. Fun facts. Fun facts. I'm almost trying to think of something that maybe even Tristan doesn't even know, and he might hear this and be like, oh man, like I didn't know that. Um Let's see. Let's see. A few summers ago. Um, so, yeah, this girl I used to be with, she was really into uh, climbing and her dad was a big climber and they took me out climbing out in Yosemite. And mm -hmm. we had this. Uh, <laughs> it was like 16 hours, like we woke up like 3 a.m., hiked up to Half Dome and we actually climbed up Half Dome like climbed up half dome. Uh, it was like eight pitches. So it was like super long. Uh, it was like, yeah, it took us like two hours to get up. And then we had to hike all the way back down, which was like 13 or so miles. And, and then there was a fire that year. Oh. Like, so we, we get to the top, we see there's a fire. Now they're evacuating Yosemite and we have to get home now. So then we had to hop in the car and drive like five hours and so it was literally like this, like 3 a.m. to 3 a.m. excursion, 24 hours of just like, I think that was the hardest day of my life. Like, I think on paper with anything, with anything I've ever done in my life, that was the hardest day of my life was this 24 hour, like hike, climb, hike again, then drive five hours and like kind of like falling asleep almost at the wheel trying to get home uh, a couple summers back. So, I'm trying to figure out where the fun is. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I liked her a lot at the time, so <laughs> I was That's doing it for her. But, but man, um, yeah, I don't know. I I like trying stuff, but when 
it hurts that bad makes me not want to do it again um <laughs> let's see let me think about something fun because that was like yeah that's just something i've done before and it's cool to talk about um oh boy can't have anxiety listening to some of those stories yeah i know right <laughs> um i know a lot of these things i want to talk about have like little stories to them uh okay i in the winter i like snowboarding so growing up uh, i've always been in like snowboarding and wakeboarding but funny story with that was my sophomore year in college before tristan joined the team at sac state um went snowboarding uh at uh in tahoe Okay. And I broke my arm, my left arm. Um, it was like, it wasn't even thing, do anything cool. It was just, I just kind of put my hand down wrong when I like slipped. And I think Ooh. my wrist was broken. I, I, and I kept going with it. And then I was like, actually, let's go to a doctor. It might be jacked up. Sure enough, it was. And then I had to call my coach who was, you know, pretty pissed off that I went snowboarding and broke my wrist. Cause you know, it's supposed to have this track season. And funny enough, I get the cast on and I didn't stop running. I kept running with the cast and smelled terrible, but it didn't impede my training at all. And then I actually came back, uh, you know, I I don't like bragging about myself, but this is one thing I like bragging about because I think it's a cool story. But we had this um, inner team, uh, like, uh, like 3K. So like about like a two mile race on the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came back and I just ripped, man, like with my cast, and I like was the top guy on our team uh, running this two mile race. And you know, my my coach obviously was really upset with me, and then I showed up and surprised him and a lot of my teammates, uh, you know, running with this green cast like on my whole arm, and uh, that was that was a cool moment that I just feel like I I, like looking back on because it's just like like dude with a cast like came back, kept training, like you know, didn't use it as an excuse and just came at it. And so that, that was kind of a cool story. And then, um, not, currently, I have, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, um, I was just going to say, um, I, so with my free time, cause I'm going to take some downtime after this marathon. Um, I've, I've, I don't know. I've always, I don't know if you've ever been interested in this, but I've always wanted to get into yoga just because I know with running, I feel like my range of motion is, just awful because i'm just like right here right like when i'm running like i feel like my shoulders are like i can't relax my shoulders i've always had people tell me like dude relax your shoulders man you seem tense i'm like i literally can't man like my shoulders are just like tight from all the running so after this is done um there's this local uh yoga studio that hit me up i actually did a podcast with them last week um Mm -hmm. it's called spotted dog yoga but they um they're going to give me a free month to try it out. So okay. I want to get like some more like range of motion. I dude, the other day I was reaching out for like a, a box of cereal and then I had this shooting pain in my shoulder and I had to like sit there and I couldn't reach with my arm. So I'm like, I'm 28 years old, man. I can't be having that happen. Like where I'm like reaching for cereal and then like I get a shooting pain, like, Oh man. Like, so yeah, I, I I'm I'm gonna get into some yoga and hopefully kind of fix my my body a little bit before, you know, running, getting back into running a little bit more. <laughs> so, oh, all over the place, man. <laughs> man, you too young to be having them kind of pain. <laughs> That's what I'm. T- I know, man. I know it's so bad. So I'm hoping I'm hoping it can cure me. I'm, I'm like asking this guy, like, like you think yoga is gonna help? He's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yoga is gonna help, man. We'll, we'll get you right. So I'm you like, I hope like so. A- do you feel like at some point you will be like a yoga instructor? 
No, I mean, I could, I could see myself like in a, you know, I don't know if you're into like the multiverse kind of stuff, but like, I think in another kind of life, I can see myself maybe like being something like that. Cause it's like a coach, you know, they, yeah. I, I can see myself as a coach, but I never got into yoga. So, I mean, no, I don't see it. I, I can see myself going to a yoga studio and like getting into it, but I don't know, just, just for the stretching and stuff. I don't know if I'd like buy into the, I don't know, the yoga stuff. I don't know. I'm not, I don't really buy into that stuff so much. Bro, what is it that I'm curious? What is it that you guys eat? Because I'm sure you eat a lot. Yeah. And I, and I, because I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. So do you like stick to a dietary plan or are you just like in moderation? I'm going to go. I mean, I mean, I eat like everything, but because like you also kind of have to check yourself though, because it's like if you're going to do a workout the next morning and then you go over to in and out, get yourself a, you know, double, double animal style, you know, chocolate shake with it. You know, wow. you, you're going to be, you're going to be, it's going to be a rough day the next day, you know, trying to do a workout. Let me tell you um, something. I, I have to cut you off. Yeah. What you just said epitomizes why you will you may shock some people in the marathon. I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> I'm covering the Prefontaine Classic, right? Yeah. And Chase Ely, the world champion in the shot put and and who won the uh Diamond League title, said the exact same thing from In and Out. Did he really? <laughs> That's what she said. I was like, so is in and out overhyped? She was like, nah. I was like, what are you going to eat? She was like, I'm going to get me yeah. a double-double animal style with a yep. chocolate shake. That's right. Like, yeah. What in God's That's a name? go-to, man. Yeah. I mean, I'll get, I'll get a strawberry shake sometimes, too. But sometimes I just, yeah, chocolate shake just sounds so good sometimes. You get that okay. sweet and savory kind of thing. Yeah. So what is what is animal style? Can you explain that to a brother? We don't have in and out. So yeah, animal style. When you get animal style, it's you, you get you get this kind of I'm I'm call it what it is. It's like this this kind of like slop put on your burger or your fries if you want animal style. But it's like it's like cut up grilled onion, and then it's also like in this like Thousand Island kind of sauce, which probably adds like you know a couple hundred calories just that you know, throwing it on your burger, on your fries, but I don't know what it is, but it makes it, it's good. It's tasty. Um, but yeah, you're, you're getting like a lot of extra calories, putting that, putting that on your burger. So it's like a sauce sound. with onion. That does not sound good. <laughs> I'm not going to California thing. I don't know. Ask Tristan about it. I think he does it too. <laughs> well, so is in and out burger like that good? Because I've heard it's overhyped too. I mean, I don't know. They got them all over the place here. So, I mean, it's kind of like, but I, I will tell you this, though, is that literally like throughout the entire day, and this is the place that op that stays open till one o'clock, mm -hmm. their drive through is insane. Like, it's always popping. Like, it's, and I don't know, like, you know, I, it's not like, okay, I, I'm feeling a burger. Like, well, I got to go in and out. That's the best burger. I, I don't. I don't really feel like that. Habit's pretty good too. I don't know if you ever had Habit. They're pretty good, but they're they're more expensive than In and Out. I think In and Out. The reason why they're they're so popular is that it's not that expensive. You get, you get the most bang for your buck. It's not that expensive, right. and it's pretty good. Like it's a pretty good burger. Um, I know. could dig that. I could dig that. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. 
Yeah. So I, I think that's that. what it is, to be honest. I don't know about the best burger, but it's like, it gets know, the like job five though. bucks. Yeah, you, you get a lot of food there, and it's good. So I think I that's am, what it is. I'm with that. I am with I'm, that. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. Boy, yeah, let me tell you something. Same. Marvel. So, what is it about the yeah. Marvel series that like captures your heart? Oh, man. So I got to be careful with Marvel because, like, you know, it's growing up. So very first, the very first movie that came out, right, you had, you had Iron Man back in, like, 2008. And that's kind of what started this whole um, this whole trilogy that, that came out. And then it ended up, you know, ended on Endgame. And a lot of people, including myself, all kind of feel like that's where Marvel kind of started to drop off a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know. But like I can tell you straight up, like when I watched when I watched Endgame in theaters, man, like I think it was the part where uh it's when Captain America like lifts up Thor's hammer and starts like going at Thanos. Like the whole the whole crowd everyone like stood up and started yelling and just started going off and then and then you know towards the end I think it's like when they show Captain America go back in time and spend time with you know, with Peggy and kind of have yeah. that life that I always wanted. Everyone's all crying and like hugging each other. I'm like, I feel like that too, man. I get that. Like, it's just it, Bro, this it's... cinematic multi, this piece from 2008 all the way to like 2020. Like, I think we're spoiled, you know, getting to experience that. What um, movie did I go see? Yeah. I don't know if it was Endgame or Infinity War. It's the one when Thanos. I, I keep see. I'm not big in Marvel, but they were like, Dom. Yeah. It was it was three hours and some minutes. Like you got to go yeah. see this. And it was the one where he got the fifth Infinity Stone, and they were like, Yeah, that was Infinity. They it? like beat him. Yeah, and they were like, like What did it won. cost you? And he said, Everything. Oh yeah, everything. Yeah. Bro, I was a little emotional yeah. on that one. I was like, damn. Everyone walked, everyone walked out of that one like dead quiet, like just like they lost. Like <laughs> they, that wasn't like your your Disney, you know, happy ending. Like they lost. That Thanos snapped his fingers and killed everyone, like killed half the population. Like you know, and then they come out with the end game and then they, you know, they come back and win, but it's just like Yeah. I man, was kind of shook. Yeah, everyone was shook coming out, going out of that theater. And Infinity War was, yeah, that I still remember. I still remember myself and my friends walking out, just like we we're like quiet, like not talking to each other, just like, dude, it was like that was hard to watch. <laughs> you know? I ain't gonna lie, I was, I was, I, it was yeah. so good, but I was, I was mad. I'm like, bro, this is my first yeah. Marvel movie, and I'm pissed. There's a Dang, couple I yeah. have to see, like, um, what's up, man. Chadwick, rest in peace, brother. Oh um, yeah, dude. Black Panther was it was good. This last one that came out, it was, it was pretty good, but I mean, not so, having him in it was just like, yeah. I miss that guy. Yeah. Who's your favorite character? Just of all the Marvels, like let me ask you this. Let me ask you yeah. this. What okay. character? If we're comparing you as a runner to one of the Marvel char- characters, like who who is the one that epitomizes you? You know, it's funny because I, I I got a sticker of this guy on my laptop and all my students laugh about it because, you know, they're like, man, you could be that guy. But um, definitely Spider-Man. Spider-Man was always my guy growing up. I can and, see that. And uh, well, it's funny because, like, I have my science background and, you know, biotechnology and stuff, which is kind of like similar with Spider-Man. And I don't know. 
short white guy you know it just like it kind of fits like it's just like <laughs> so bro spider-man know, man. it's he's my guy spider-man was crazy and i see the comparison like yeah like, dude uh, did you watch the into the spideyverse the, the kind of animated one with like miles morales and, yes i yes i did that's good man i was like yes i, I, did. I was like I was oh, okay, we'll see but the the soundtrack the the animation i mean I'm like, this is like the best thing that's come out since like Endgame. Like, this is good. <laughs> so, what, which one yeah. did you prefer? Um, the one with um, Toby. What's the space? Oh, you got you got uh, Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire. You got um, Kristen. Uh, who's the second guy? Edwards or or what's his name? Well, you got uh, Tom Holland, who's like Tom the most Holland. recent one. Oh shoot! Who's the who's after Tobey Maguire? Let's see. Spider Man. Um, there's uh Tom Holland, Jake Johnson, Drake uh, Bell. Let me see. Okay, so you got Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, Jake Johnson, Drake Bell, Josh Keaton, Neil Patrick Harris. Hudson Thames. Oh man, I feel like whoever this actor is is definitely getting kind of hosed a little. Oh, wait, there he is. I just got him. Um Andrew Garfield. Okay, there we go. Yes. Andrew Garfield. Oh. There Bro, he is. his name didn't even pop up when I put characters who play Spider-Man. I I typed the same thing and I'm like, I'm not seeing him. I see all these other guys that are like like from like animated Spider-Man shows, like like Drake Bell from like Drake and Josh. Like apparently he, I don't even know that. what Spider-Man that is. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, bro, that but is so disrespectful. That's what I'm saying. I was like, dude, like all these at you know all these um links. They're talking about just Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire, and then yeah, it's like they skipped uh, Andrew Garfield for some reason. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to ask you this question. <laughs> then we're going to do rapid fire so you can go get ready to teach these kids. Cool, cool. What excites you about Saturday? What is it that you're bringing with you that tells you I can have my best day? You know, to tell you the truth, like I, until like yesterday, I haven't really been able to like even think about this trip so much because I've just been so like my head's just been down like with training and teaching but like just yesterday I was just thinking about I was starting to like get into because I, I think being able to envision your performance before you have it is so huge and I think that helps with your performance and I, mean, I think it's really important if you're not spending any time visualizing yourself like on the line like you're just, you're just gonna like show up like I don't know if it's going to go as well as you think, but for me, like thinking about it, I mean, this race to me is just like, you know, you reflect on the journey to get here and you've been thinking about, I've been thinking about it all last year. Like, am I going to make it? Am I going to make it, man? What if I made it? And like, what would it, would it be? What would it be like? You know? Um, so I was just always just picturing myself being able to toe the line, you know, next Saturday. And then finally, like, I get to do it. I qualified. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there. Uh, so for me looking at Saturday, I mean, it's just, it's all excitement. It's no, there's no nerves. It's just like, 
man, like I'm going to have a good race. I, I get to go out there, run with pretty much all the best marathoners in the country and just have a blast. And, you know, and, and honestly, yeah, it gets you, it's kind of a funny saying, but it's like, I get, I get to go out there and like hurt, you know, and, and basically just go, go grind and just see what I can do. Um, you know, if the weather's bad, whatever, uh, I get to go out there and make it hurt and maybe I'm willing to hurt a little bit more than the next guy. And, you know, so I don't know what the results are going to be. Um, my goal is really just to get as many jerseys as I can and rank up as high as I, as high as I can. Um, so that's kind of how I'm going to stepping into, into Orlando. That's how I'm, that's how I'm looking at it. Listen, man, the truth of the matter is because you qualified, you have a chance to make the Olympic team. Yes, yeah. that's, that's the reality of the fact. You have survived the interrogation process. Now we're on to our last segment called Down the Home Stretch, <laughs> where I'm going to ask you a few rapid fire questions and want cool. you to answer them to the best of your ability. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. There was a food that you could live with for the rest of your life and the food that you could live without. What would they be? California burrito. I can live with that. That one food for the rest of my life. One that wait, I, that I can't eat. That you could that you don't want. Oh, that I don't want. Ooh, um, you know I don't really care for salmon so much. So you mm. throw salmon out. That's all good. So the California burrito is the one with French fries, right? Yeah, like the fried potatoes, and then okay. you got like carne asada in there, and then uh, some avocado. It's good. Yeah, that's my go-to. Okay, dream vacation spot. Hmm. I've always wanted to go to Tahiti. It's okay. always been on my my list. Yeah. Okay. Oh, actually, yes. sorry. Let me run. Let me run that back. Uh, not Tahiti. I would actually want to go to Iceland. Iceland. Iceland's a spot. Yeah, I've always wanted to check that out. <clears throat> if they were gonna make a movie about your life, who's playing your character? <laughs> uh, I give it to Tom Holland. Let's give it to the Spider Man. Yeah. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> Let's go, Tom Holland. Let's go, Tom Holland. <laughs> Big Tom, brother Tom, we got you. Yeah. We got you. What song? What's your pump up song or your running playlist? Oh man, I've, I've changed. I've changed songs so often. Um, oh shoot, you know what? Um, it, it's on. It's on uh, this last uh, Spider Man movie. It's it's on the soundtrack. It's uh, it's got future in it. It's called. Shoot, all all the way live, live, all yes. the way live. I feel what it's yes, called. Yes. All, you know what I mean? All the way yes. live. Okay, that one right there. Yeah, that one gets me pumped up. Yeah, I like that one. If you could play any other sport or participate in any other sport than what you're doing now, what you rolling with? Would I be at the same level as I am right now? Yes. Or oh, basketball, yes. easy basketball, man. Yeah, I love basketball, but too short, <laughs> not good enough. <laughs> but Did I'd be with that. Did you watch that game last night by chance? No, I didn't. My friend, yeah, my, my friend, my friend watches more basketball than I do. I feel bad. And he doesn't even play, but no, I didn't watch it. Dream NIL sponsorship. Oh, say that one more time. Dream NIL sponsorship. What's and what's NIL? I actually don't know what that is. Name, image, and likeness—the stuff that's going on in college where the kids are, you know 
going with various companies. So like on signing kids, you know, Adidas Oh signing man, kids, that yeah, people are signing forget. with car dealerships like Mercedes. That's nuts. Yeah, gosh, I yeah, I totally forgot that's even the thing. That's You really that's pretty have been, new. you really I've been have out. been head first on the grind, man. Yeah. Um. Shoot. I mean, I th I really like on stuff. I I'm so I'm sponsored by on, but like I really like their stuff. So I was gonna if I was gonna get any like additional sponsorship, especially if I was like in. uh college yeah definitely on I'd, I'd love to get their stuff You're sponsored by on, you said? yeah well yes and no it's it's like a small sponsorship but you know they're paying for my flight out there and they're getting me gear and yeah so i'm sponsored with by them right now Hey, listen, the plane tickets yeah a lot. I'm with it. Shout out, shout out yeah to their brain. Listen, yeah man favorite, they got nice stuff <laughs> favorite, favorite on uh, shoot. I think my favorite shoe, if I was gonna, especially if I was gonna tell a friend to get a shoe from on, I really like their Cloud Surfer. It's My dog, it's really right? it's really soft. It's really soft, and it looks good. Like the black on black, like that's a really cool colorway. Um, or I mean, the if you're going off of style, the the Cloud Monster in white, like all white, Yes. that's nice too. Yeah. The But cloud I love the surfer. I love the surfers. Yeah. They're Man, so soft. Yeah. I I have a surfer. I have surfers. I had them orange sickle ones, the like the um, Oh, like the yeah. orange sickle. Yeah, Man, those are clean too. let me tell Yep. you something about those surfers. And it's got a little pop to it. It has a little responsiveness. Uh-huh. So you know, I'm with it. Last question. They're nice. Why does kindness matter to you? I mean, to me, kindness sticks out. Because I think, I don't know, I think it's pretty rare. Um, so I think showing kindness, you're kind of reminding people that there are people on this planet that are kind and can show kindness to you so that, you know, I don't know, kindness spreads, man. So, you know, show, show someone some kindness. It's going to get passed on. It's going to make the world a better place. Um Yeah, I truly believe in kindness and, and sharing it. So any in any way possible, if you can, you know, if it's returning your shopping cart, you know, do that, man. Show some kindness. Show those guys some kindness um, in any any small way you can. Pass it on. Where can the good people find you and support your journey? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can plug in my my Instagram, but it's just uh, Stickler. So it's my last name underscore running. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever. Um, but most of my stuff is on on Instagram. So Listen. I post up on there and all the links and stuff will be on there before I fly out to Orlando. You can catch Tyler at the start line this Saturday in the City Beautiful, the 407, making waves, balling out. And for all your information for the Olympic trials, check out Orlando2024trials.com. You can see some athlete bios, news, everything you need to know. But here's what you need to know is that I hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll catch you next time. Love, peace of chicken grease. Peace, everybody.